0: Hello and welcome to a more perfect podcast. It was once said that a great civilization isn't conquered from without until it has destroyed itself from within. Joe Biden has caused America to be humiliated from without. Joe Biden's joke of a presidency, his incompetent administration, and his foolish plans have caused America to be diminished in the world not trusted by our allies, and have caused one of the most sinister threats to freedom around the world to gain even more power. This episode is going to be all about the failures of Joe Biden's Afghanistan pullout, where we will be highlighting some of the worst instances of Joe Biden's failed leadership in this crisis. And the causes of that failed leadership. Joe Biden, I sincerely hope that he goes down as one of the worst presidents in American history for what has happened recently. His failure of a response is a disgrace to this country. And it really is emblematic of the rot that this country has faced from within for quite some time now. You see, the rot of America is not just in Joe Biden. It's in his administration. It's in the woke TV generals. General Milley comes to mind here, where he's talking about freaking white rage and crap like that when he should be defending this country from cave-dweller terrorists over in the Middle East. This is a disgusting moment for America. This is a horrible, horrible time to be an ally of our country. And I sincerely hope that things get better from here. Although, I'm not going to hold my breath. Because if the disasters of late are any indication, the future is not going to be much better under this woke, tyrannical, ethno-socialist leadership that we have in Washington. The Democrats are not the same party that they were five years ago. They're ever getting more radical. And the Republicans are getting ever more complacent in putting up with their hooliganry. Joe Biden has caused this nation to be disgraced in Afghanistan. One of the worst foreign policy disasters ever has taken place. It breaks my heart to see all of the loss of life and the gruesome images from that country due to Joe Biden's uncoordinated, incoherent, and incapable pullout from Afghanistan. Before we get into the Afghanistan pullout though, I've got to remind you guys, I am sponsored by Surfshark VPN. There is a new link in my podcast description where you can get 81% off of Surfshark VPN if you click the link and purchase a subscription. You help out the show immensely if you do. And I personally use Surfshark VPN so I can attest to how much of a wonderful product it really is. There is no reduction in internet speed, so secure your internet Today, protect yourself from the big tech companies that seek to harvest your information and then use it for God knows what. Protect your internet today and get Surfshark VPN in the podcast description. Support the show. Help me make content that you will love. Joe Biden started to become a horrible president From the moment that he was inaugurated on January 20th, he's been a joke for months and months and months now, and only now has half of the freaking country become aware of it. Like, I'm glad, don't get me wrong, I'm glad that they become aware of it, better late than never, but my god, this dude is a frightening excuse for a president. On August 6th, the Taliban began to retake Afghanistan, and then by August 15th, the Taliban had the United States of America and our allies, every all the Western forces and Western-aligned forces in the Middle East, surrounded. They had the United States surrounded at the airport in the city of Kabul. From there, things only got worse. So the first thing I want to highlight is that Biden gave the Taliban, literally gave the Taliban, a list of American citizens, green card holders, and Afghan allied forces that have been fighting with us to push these stupid death cult, cave dweller, fundamentalist idiots back into the hell from which they came for 20 years. These Afghan people have been fighting with us for 20 years. And... Biden just gives them away. the The State Department literally just gave them a list, so they could let our people through to the airport. So the United States and Germany and Britain and all that, all of our the coalition forces around there, around that area, have been staging a pullout for a couple weeks now, and everybody's been trying to pull their troops out of the Middle East. And the United States, under the foolish leadership of Joe Biden, has imposed a August 31st deadline upon itself, by the way, that we literally asked the Taliban to extend, and they wouldn't extend it. They were like, no, you're going to be out of here by August 31st. So Joe Biden is being bullied around and pushed around by the Taliban, and he's sticking to his own ego because because I think in his deluded... Mind that he's gonna get. at least what I think he's thinking is that he's gonna get some kind of political clout points for pulling out by September 11th. I mean, it, it's it's completely diluted. I don't know what the hell he's thinking. Why he won't extend the deadline for the pullout? But it's just it's just ridiculous. I can't tell you how angry I've been over the past 48 hours over the Afghanistan pullout, and especially since people have lost their lives because of Joe Biden's foolish leadership. But to explain that, we need to go into some context here and say and talk about a bunch of other things that Joe Biden has caused to happen. His incompetent policies have caused to happen. So we have literally been relying on the Taliban to protect us, the United States of America, at the Kabul airport, and we're sharing intelligence with them so that they'll effectively protect us from all the crowds that are swarming the tarmacs to hitch a ride to the United States or a safer country. Yes, indeed, people have been clinging to planes and been found in the landing gear of aircraft or C-17 aircraft. Just to get out of Afghanistan. It's it's completely disgraceful what has happened. I mean, like, seriously, people, people, people talk to me all the time about how, oh, well, th- this country isn't that great. If this country isn't that great, how am I seeing people literally being crushed in the landing gear of planes just to get here to the land of the free and the home of the brave? How the hell can you say that America isn't worth fighting for? Don't ever tell me that America isn't worth fighting for. After that, after reports broke out of people being stuffed in the landing gear, then, well actually before that, reports started coming out of of America leaving the gear. they're Leaving their own gear. Leaving their own Black Hawk helicopters, for instance. Leaving their own uh, mine-resistant all-terrain vehicles over there. Um, there we're leaving biometric scanners over there. All the, all the incredibly advanced modern military equipment. We just left it there to retreat. America in retreat to the Kabul airport. We left it for the murderous Taliban to take advantage of. And because we've pulled out, because we've retreated to the Kabul airport, women and children are being slaughtered and enslaved as sex slaves to the Taliban's whims. Because they view women as the spoils of war. It's barbaric the way they treat women in the Middle East. But, you know, don't rely on a feminist for that one. Because the feminist will get you nowhere. At least in the United States, they don't give two craps about the... Middle East, at least the feminists that you'll find on our college campuses today. Sorry excuses for feminists, they are. And then all in this area, while this is happening, literally two days ago, 13 United States service members, including 10 United States Marines, two United States Army soldiers, and one United States Army medic, or I'm sorry, Navy medic, were murdered in a suicide blast in the Kabul airport in Afghanistan. Joe Biden... After the attack took a few freaking hours to address the nation. God, I, I can't imagine how fast Trump would have addressed the nation if he was president at this time. Or how fast those Taliban would have been blown to bits for their incompetency. And, well, actually it was ISIS that was responsible for the attack. How many people would have died because our troops were murdered. They were murdered because of a incompetent, again, an incompetent president. So after this, Joe Biden goes out and addresses the nation a few hours later. And he's asked a question by a Fox News reporter in response to which, because it's a hard question, he literally just bows his head on the podium in front of all the cameras and like is sitting there like a little baby, like a little duckling that's like, Worried and scared. This is the defining image of Joe Biden's presidency right here. It's completely Disgusting so also in the press conference. He was literally being instructed for which reporters to call upon and This pretty much proves. I mean it's been proved on many other occasions But this pretty much proves that Joe Biden is literally a puppet president that is being handled behind the scenes by God knows who. It's, it's, it's frightening because this guy, needn't I remind you, has his hand on the button. Okay, It's frightening to see this incompetency and this feeble old man in charge of our country. America is supposed to be a great nation and under Joe Biden, it is a feeble one. The United States should never be surrounded in an airport in the city of Kabul. No, indeed, Joe Biden abandoned his predecessor, Donald Trump's plans to evacuate from Afghanistan. The plans went something like this. First, we were supposed to evacuate the civilians and all of our American citizens, maybe dual citizens, you know, if you're a citizen of Afghanistan and a citizen of the United States of America, get them out first. Right, so you leave the military infrastructure in place, so you're still holding all the provinces that we previously did, and then you like once you've gotten all the civilians out, once you've gotten all the intelligence filed away and shipped off to you know a safer country, then you can pull out the military infrastructure. But until then, you can't just leave people. To find their own way through the airport and find their own way out of the clutches of a murderous death cult of a regime known as the frickin' Taliban were cowering to a ruthless terror organization under the leadership of Joe Biden. But as frightening as the Taliban is, as frightening as the situation is in Afghanistan, the long-term implications are just as Concerning. You see, China has a hand in all this. Before, in July, before the Taliban even started to take provincial capitals and eventually the entirety of Afghanistan, China was in peace talks with the Taliban. China has not evacuated its people. China's embassy is still functioning. China is poised to gain a large Influence in this in the country of Afghanistan once the United States pulls out again by its own self-imposed deadline that we're yielding to the Taliban on. It's so sinister; it almost seems planned. I mean, I I I can't, I can't fathom how incompetent our leadership really is nowadays. He when when Joe Biden, as I was talking about earlier, when he gave the lists of Afghan allies and United States citizens out to the Taliban to allegedly let them in through the airport, he was giving them away. He was saying, okay, Mary Sue is going to come to the airport. You really think that Mary Sue is going to come to the airport now? Hell no. Hell no. They're going to slaughter Mary Sue. They're going to slaughter United States citizens. They're going to slaughter... The great people of this country and the great people that fought alongside us for so many years. Joe Biden gave them away to the slaughter. But not only that. He didn't just give them away then. He's giving them away because we aren't going to get all of the United States citizens out. By the way, I know I'm saying a lot of stuff in this episode. I, I'm, I'm pretty much doing this pretty off the cuff because I'm really freaking angry at the idiotic leadership in this country. But... If you really want to read all this stuff, I've got source notes. You can click it in the podcast description and read everything I read to create this episode, as usual. So China is poised to gain a large influence. July, I, I believe it was July 26th. China was in peace talks with Taliban leaders, and so, what? How will that look? How will that look? Well. Is it going to be like China is going to annex Afghanistan and Afghanistan is going to become a literal part of China? Probably not. It probably won't look like that. What China has, to sum it up very, very briefly, is an initiative called the Belt and Road Initiative. And the Belt and Road Initiative is the foreign policy policy impetus to all of China's actions around the world. China seeks to establish a new global silk road where its goods are transported and it effectively has a economic chain on all of the countries of the world. China seeks to make all countries dependent upon itself. China doesn't I don't know if China necessarily seeks to take over nations officially other than Taiwan, which we need to defend desperately. I don't know if China seeks to take over nations officially so much as it seeks to enslave them economically. Again, that's a very brief, brief summary of China's plans, but let me tell you, they're well in effect in the war-torn country of Afghanistan. Indeed, indeed, everything that happens in Afghanistan from this point, or, or from August, from hell, from January 20th onward, is Joe Biden's fault. Everything that has happened from January 20th onward is Joe Biden's fault. He's the commander in chief right now. All the responsibility lands upon him. I want to leave you with this quote. The marvel of all history is the patience with which men and women submit to the burdens unnecessarily laid upon them by their governments. Why are we submitting to the burdens which are unnecessarily being laid upon us by our governments? Certainly some American citizens are not. One, two, two more things about this incompetent pullout from Afghanistan. Number one, a radio host called Glenn Beck has been evacuating converted Christians, those that choose to dedicate their lives to Christ from Afghanistan. He's raised something called the Nazarene Fund. It's $20 million I saw in, I think, three days he's raised. And he's evacuating these com- these converted Christians from Afghanistan. But you know who's been blocking him? The State Department's been blocking him. Because they are pretty much seeking to micromanage this whole damn operation. They're not letting anybody dare evacuate people that allegedly don't need to be evacuated. And so Glenn Beck appeared on Tucker Carlson the other night. I'll link it. You can watch it yourself. But he basically said that he's having to get in contact with other countries, not tell the State Department about it, and then transport these converted Christians over there instead of to the hands of the United States of America. It's disgraceful what the State Department has done. Um, uh, okay, okay, three things. The second thing is that um, the our Department of Defense, dude, I forget his name at the moment, but I'll I'll link the article. He literally said that we are relying on the Taliban for security. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? The Taliban? We are relying on the Taliban for security. It's ridiculous. And then finally, I want to leave you guys with just a little bit of, just a glimmer of hope here. There was a force, a task force of United States military veterans that have been going out in something called the Pineapple Express. And the Pineapple Express was a code name for an operation that took place in Afghanistan over the past few days where they have been going out and rescuing American citizens that have been left behind by the tyrannically horrible Biden regime. Indeed, American heroes are you and me. They're ordinary people. America is not just our government in situations like these, but it's the hearts and minds of its citizens. When our government fails to represent us, hopefully the actions of everyday Americans can. And I ask that the patience with which men and women with which the men and women of america have submitted to the burdens unnecessarily laid upon them by their governments i ask that that patience runs out i ask very very urgently for you to run out of patience with our incompetent political leadership start fighting back start going to school board meetings Start doing something. Start being active politically. You need to do something or you're just going to see failure upon failure upon failure upon failure. And if you think the Middle East is bad, golly, try our domestic policies. Because hell, they're pretty freaking bad as well. Joe Biden needs to resign immediately. Kamala Harris needs to be subsequently kicked out of office because she's a useless old hag as well. This country is truly going in the wrong direction. And if ordinary Americans like you and I don't stand up, we're going to be screwed over for decades to come. And with that, I'm going to wrap up the episode. Once again, I ask that you support the show. Please subscribe to Surfshark VPN and secure your internet today. Rate this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and follow it on Spotify if you're listening on there. Tell all of your friends about this podcast. And with that, thank you very, very much for listening. Have a more perfect day.